This is the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening, guys. It's Kurt here. Mike, unfortunately, cannot make it. He's got some... He's got to be with his wife right now because it's just a little too early for him. He's just getting off of work, hanging out with his wife. I am the hardcore one that that is here for you. And it's the beginning of February. We're going to start it off right. I got a special guest. You've heard him before, but we always like to have him back on the show. It's Stephen Bodicor. Kurt, how you doing? Good. How you doing, sir? Man, really, really good. Wait, wait but no Mike? No he's, mic, no. He's, dis- he's disrespecting the Podfather. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can. I can accept this. All right. Anyway. <laughs> well, I'm not. It's I'm going to make sure he uh, pays tribute next time we talk. So. <laughs> no problem. Okay, so the main reason uh, there's a couple of things that I wanted to get you on here for to talk to you about, but uh, before we get into that, I have I have a more serious business to get into. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So we know Stephen Bonacor as this. By day he's the cock of cock of the walk of Wall Street, and then yeah. and then by day and also by night you also run this huge, <laughs> amazing board game one. company. <laughs> and last year we had some of these amazing conventions come up. And what do you see when you when you get uh, when you when you have people talking about it? You get some pictures on Twitter and stuff like that. But you see Mr. Bonacore schmoozing on anybody who's got a camera and that just wants a little sugar. And we're wondering, you know, you know, you've got you're you're this man about a man about town and you've got all these responsibilities. What is it with you just, you know, whoring it up wherever you want? I mean can you address that, Mr. Bonacore? Bonacoring that was going on? Yes, the Bonacoring, as it was called. <laughs> that all started, that was pretty funny. That all started over at uh, BGGCon uh, in November. And um, Stephanie Straw, um, noted uh, podcasting person as well, said something. Uh, she took a selfie of us, and I said, I'm going to kiss you when you did it. She said, yeah, okay. So I give her this kiss on the cheek, and she takes a selfie, and she posts it, and she says, my PGG con is officially commenced. I've just been Bonacord. And after that, I like, oh, I got I to gotta use this. So so I went around kissing various people. Then Tom Vassell came over to me hearing about what was going on. And he kissed me on the cheek. And, and I made this grimacing face, of course, taking a picture as we did this. So then I posted that on Twitter. And, and I, Rich, I kissed Rich Summer. It was, it was just a, a silly bunch of things going on. Because PGG con is sort of like the final finale of the of the uh, con season i mean you know comes a month after essen and it's it's like my favorite convention it really is you just i get a chance to to really relax with the fans um you know pitch some games you know all the games are out by that point sell some games but really chillax with everybody and so we were just having a great time there and that's all no horn really just uh, hanging out (laughs) 
And we know we're all kidding about it. I just wanted to oh, rip you a little bit. Yeah, and it definitely sounds better. It's it sounds smoother to say you've been Bonacord than Vassal. Vassal just sounds Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, one of the reason, main reasons why I wanted to get you on the podcast this month is um, you, you decided to go to Kickstarter for one of your big miniature games, and it's uh, Space Cadets Away Missions. And I thought, we're kind of in the middle of it right now. We're kind of, as we're recording right now, we're about 15 days into it, but we still have another 15, and I'd like to get people to know more about it, so I would love for you to talk about this a little bit. Uh, sure, I appreciate it. Yeah, that, um, uh, it's a really good segue into uh, one of the most important things we really should talk about, uh, Space Cadets Away Missions. Now, this is the third standalone game in the Space Cadets line. Um, and yes, I put it on Kickstarter, but this is, you know, this is a really big, big game. And I said, to my, I've never done a Kickstarter before. And I said, you know, publicly that I'm, I don't really believe in Kickstarters for, for a professional publisher. You know, strongly it puts its own money, its own personality, me, its own marketing ability behind all of their games. So we, we do all that to put our games out. When you go outside the box, truly go outside the box, and instead of doing games that range from like, you know, 20 to $60, all of a sudden you want to do a $100 game, you're taking a huge risk. In the same way that Steve Jackson Games did this when they did Ogre. Uh, designer's edition huge huge game that they did a hundred dollar game and days of wonder another huge company they went out and they're doing a digital game with small world implementations so they did a kickstarter for that i decided that that would be the best way to see if the market really does exist for this kind of game and obviously so far i guess it does because we're over a hundred thousand dollars right now uh, it's not making conan kind of money but um the miniatures look fantastic. The gameplay is great. I mean, I'd like to invite people to go, te- go check it out. Hopefully this posts with uh, at least, you know, 10 days or so left uh, in the campaign. Uh, Space Cadets Away Missions on Kickstarter. Uh, we have a bunch of really great stretch goals that we're about to hit, too, regarding uh, um, s- um, more miniatures. That was the big thing. I'm, my biggest goal here is to try to get 100 miniatures into this into this game. 100, 100 miniatures for $100. That's kind of the... The, the way that I'm working on it, making it bigger and better than a lot of the, the price points on miniatures games that have been coming out recently. Yep, that's perfect. And as far as I know right now, you're over the the 100,000, so mm-hmm. you're at, as far as I can remember, 88 miniatures, which is a lot of miniatures for $100 and plus a game. That's right, of course, and, yeah. and, and a game. And we got some really nice uh, additional um, reward levels as well where you can double the number of miniatures uh, that you get, you know, so you get the, the game, and then we just send you a separate, another set of them, if you're just like a miniature collector, and you want to get these really cool retro miniatures, because they're all done with a, uh, a 1950s uh, golden age of science fiction, the, the, the game itself is a prequel to the other Space Cadets games, the thematic prequel, yeah, the only the only thing you um, that is um, consistent between them is that the Space Cadets line has represented uh, either cooperative games or team based games with um, Space Cadets Dice Duel. It's team versus team. So here we are back to a a cooperative game like the original Space Cadets, but here you're now on these missions off of your ship, and you and you have basically tactical actions and combat you have to go through to complete these missions to destroy dozens and dozens of aliens that are going to be coming at you. We were going to do this originally as like a $60 game with cardboard stand-ups. All the feedback we got in the game was 
spectacular. They loved it. They thought it was like this great because you know it's like a dungeon delve if you think about it, right? You're going mm-hmm. down and you're doing you're doing this cooperative thing, this mission together to achieve some goal. You know, rescue the um, the the enslaved thralls, um, subdue the brain in the jar. I mean, there's all these things that you have to do to to go on these various missions, and there's going to be up to twenty missions in the game as well. Um, and the only feedback that we got that was negative at all was that you know what you've got all these cardboard stand-ups that are coming at you to represent the, the aliens they look good but this game would look great with plastics and i'm like oh god once you get there you're talking about a huge price point and a tremendous sunk cost on doing all those pla- all those molds for those plastic miniatures so that t- took me to the logical conclusion that well this should be the hundred dollar game this should be the big game that i take onto kickstarter to bring out because the gameplay is great, the everything, the artwork looks great. So the only thing that maybe is lacking here is I can put plastic miniatures in this game and make it as big a game as anything that's come out in a while. And uh, it's um, uh, so far things are looking good. I think um, next week we're going to be doing a contest on BGG on the game, and I think that's going to really push it over the top. People are going to you know get more aware of it, and of course the podcasts like this one will be dropping and things like that. I've done a few other ones over the last week or so. Those will be dropping. The news, the news, the gaming news media will pick it up. So things will be moving and grooving. I think uh, over the next week, and I think we'll we'll easily be able to hit some of the higher stretch goals to finish up and get the full number of miniatures in the game. Yeah, and that's great. It, I, I like the look of it. I looked at uh, uh, the video you guys had up on Kickstarter just kind of showed how to play. I like that it's like almost like a tile laying reveal with your miniatures and your fighting, and it's got good tactics to it. Um, exactly. Like you, like you said, everything looks great. That's always good. You know, when you're putting your money, your money's worth into a game, especially $100, you want to make sure you get more for your money. You really do. Because when you're paying that price point, you got to make sure that the, that everything looks and feels great. And it actually looks like, and it actually looks like it. You have stepped up, and are ma- you know making a great product, and it sh- and it and it shows by how many people have backed it already. Right, and I think that you know that's sort of uh, you know a hallmark of what we do to begin with, right? We're always gonna we, we we vet games with our own you know our own people to make sure that we're putting out the best games. You know, we we have the understanding of the process of going out, getting the right printer for the right project to to do this. So now we're just this is the you know the culmination almost. This is you know sort of the, the pinnacle now. Moving into a new arena, you know, an arena that really for the longest time has been dominated by the big boys. You know, Fantasy Flight, one of my favorite companies, they do all the big miniatures games. Well, we're going to show that you know a, a much smaller publisher can do this as well and do this and do make great games with some really new innovative mechanics as well. We've got something in there called the Overkill system. What's that? Well, when you're when you're doing your combat, or you're taking your actions in the game in general, you need to roll a certain number of dice, and you're going to succeed on a roll of one, two, or three. If you, and let's just say you, you know, you have um, it's a five dice to to shoot the alien in your square with you in your hex. You roll the five dice, you get three successes. Well, the first one will hit the alien. It might kill him. It might do damage to him. Whatever the case may be. The next two can be used on what's called overkill, and the gun you have has an overkill option your own character has an overkill option and the alien that you shot at has an overkill option that any one of those things can can be employed to use your extra successes your overkills so you end up with this really interesting thematic uh, web that you weave like you know i shot at the alien here and then i use the 
moronic hyperbolizer to to um, to subdue the brain in the jar. I don't even remember what some of the the um, the names of the uh, the crazy equipment in the game because it's got all that like fifties you know silly fifties kind of names in there. But it's a serious tactical game. So you you're creating all of this this thematic web of the things that your character can do, these heroic feats they can do, and you you're gonna really have like that experience in the game where you you've done all of this during your turn and you've and you've made this really phenomenal, phenomenal way of doing your job as the captain or the doctor um, or the security officer. We've got all those archetypes in there that you would have seen in one of these, you know, one of these '50s movies. So, really excited about this, and it's, it's it is all coming together. Things are always stall a little bit in the middle, but I think in the end we're going to have a great, you know, a really great full project, full product that we're going to bring out. Yep, yep, it's going to be great, and and I'm I'm glad you brought up the whole overkill system because that's what I found the most intriguing is that not only do you affect your character, but you can affect everything else. So that it's another another step into trying to figure out what you do want to do instead of just being like, okay, I kill this guy, I move on, or I grab this, I move on. It, it adds a little bit more to it. Right, and it gives each character some really interesting um, um, flavor. Right, the, the character the character itself. Has 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 its special abilities, has has basic special abilities, and then once it does does this heroic action, this you know this overkill, it, it has another ability there, and if it has certain uh, equipment on them, and it, it has more successes than those things have it. So your your character really blends into this this experience that the whole group is going to have and oh you remember when the doctor was able to heal me after he shot the guy and then ran into the next room to grab the you know he's going to bring the, all of these things together to, to have a, a, an interesting play session experience with with the party and you know the guys you're playing with yeah that's perfect perfect yeah so we're we're looking forward to it we know we know it's it, you know it's already been funded so it's coming out we're just we're itching to see where it's going to go from here you've got uh 100 and I think you've got a 120k goal. That's a mystery goal, and it'll be kind of cool to see where that goes from there. Great, um, yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, it's um, I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that uh, anybody who's going to look at the project's going to really love it. So I highly recommend people just just giving it a peek. Even if you're not a big fan of Kickstarter, you don't you don't normally go there. Take a peek at it and look at it on BGG Space Cadets Away Missions. If you're familiar with the Space Cadets line, this is now the third game. It's a very successful line that's doing that's you know doing really well for us. So, um, you know, check it out and, you know, take it from there. Is all I can say. Yeah, exactly. So, do you consider the Space Cadets line your flagship line now or is that it is it is now my largest line. Um, Survive Escape from Atlantis is my biggest selling game, single game still because it's got such mass appeal. If you're familiar with Survive, you are. Um, it's it was a game that we reprinted um, after it had been out of print for many years. You're trying to save your your people from the sinking island of Atlantis in the center, getting them onto boats or swimming, and them and these creatures are attacking you. And not it's a not a cooperative game. It's actually a very cutthroat game as you're sending the creatures over to get everybody else. That game is is my biggest selling game because you can play that game with your kids, your your buddies over over beer and pretzels, or your your, your mother, your grandmother. I mean, you can play it literally with anybody. Everybody just loves that game. It's it's a light strategy, fun, fast romp. So that's going to remain the biggest selling game. I'm pretty sure it really. It's called you know an evergreen. It stays uh, in print. I, I printed. I'm well, well over forty thousand copies of that game now, making wow. it you know a really big game, 
essentially, uh, you know, in the hobby game industry. I mean, forget about how many of it was printed before I had the license, but yeah, it's yeah. it's quite quite a bit of uh, of games being printed, and it it's, it will continue to do that. Uh, Space Cadets as a line has done not quite that many, but has done very well. Uh, the original Space Cadets is in its third printing now. Wow. The Space Cadets Dice Duel is about to, it's about to finish its second printing, so we, we're going to have to reprint that for a third printing coming up. Okay. So, now of course, now we're going to have away missions, uh, so we're going we're to print one of those. So it's, it's, it's definitely my biggest line as far as I've, I've got so many pieces to it three base games now and two expansions one for each of the first two um we're going to be doing more though in the survive line as well so i uh you know it's that one's going to get expanded or a new game involved too something i haven't announced yet but uh, it's uh, it's coming out to pretty soon that announcement perfect perfect and and i know that we love survive here i play it with my four-year-old he loves trying to get the sharks to eat me all the time so that's really great that a four-year-old uh, can get that game. That's uh, that's pretty good. That's you got a smart kid there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're very lucky. We're very lucky. Yeah. A couple other things I'd like to talk to you about. A couple other games that you have. You just you just uh, shared uh, uh, the the cover art for uh, Stronghold. Duh. What a Strong, what a Stronghold the board game, not Str- Stronghold games. Hey hey, <laughs> you know you've got Stronghold. That's a game. Wow, that's so brilliant. Well, now, if, if you know any history about that game, it was first released in 2009 by Portal Games in Europe and Valley Games in the U.S. The license with Valley ran out, and Valley's kind of in a limbo right now with some with some legal issues going on. I had always wanted to do Stronghold, the board game, for obvious branding reasons. First of all, I loved it when it came out. Stronghold Games had just started. We, we, we got, we incorporated, formed in t- the late 2009. The, I actually immediately approached Portal Games and I said, just started this company, love to do this game. They had already signed a contract or, or had one in principle with Ali, so they couldn't. Well, you know, I've, I've been courting Ignacy over in, uh, in, in Poland, for, for, he's Portal Games, for a long time, saying, you know, if that license ever becomes available, you know, I'd certainly want to do it. And he said, well, we're about to do a second edition. You want on board? I said, I so want this game. So it's an obvious, it's just an obvious branding thing, but it's also just a fantastic game. It's a, it's a, um, a, a siege of a castle mm-hmm. game. It's you know known as Stronghold. Um, you have the defenders of the castle trying to, trying to hold off hordes and hordes of, of bad guys and creatures coming at the castle, and it's victory point based. How much can they? Get into the castle to um, to destroy to destroy the walls and things like that. Um, uh, it, it it has sold very well um, over time, but now um, Portal, who's who's never one to sit on their loins, there a very excellent excellent European publisher. They are coming out with a second edition of the game, which is a perfect time to jump into the game, so that we can now bring it out, refresh the artwork, uh, streamline some of the mechanics, uh, update the rule book, update the artwork. It's gonna it's gonna look great with even better gameplay than the original. So yeah, it, it was an obvious choice for us, and, and it is gonna be a very exciting release. Perfect. And that should come out uh, by the end of the year. It's gonna be an Essen release, so we'll have it out by October. Perfect. Um, I like to talk about a game that you have out right now. Actually, that do you guys have that many kids games? You guys ended up picking up Pictomania. Can you talk about that? 
Yeah, Pictomania is actually, that's, and this is actually a very timely thing as well, because it is actually on pre-order, which is the normal way that we oh, uh, bring out a game. When Before a game comes out, I put it on pre-order on my website for just four to eight weeks in that amount of time, and we give 30% off of the MSRP, and we guarantee that it's going to be shipped to the pre-order customers before it even ships out to distributors or retailers or anybody else. So Pictomania is not a kid's game. It's by oh. Vlada Schwadl, who has got more games, a designer who's got more top 100 games than anyone else through the ages. Uh, Dungeon Pets, Dungeon Lords, uh, Galaxy Trucker, absolutely one of my favorite games of all time. This guy is prolific and he's brilliant. So it, while the, while it looks a little cartoony on the cover there with the big dragon, it is a, it is really a gamer's drawing game. You you have to make um, there'll be words out on the table, and everyone's assigned a different word from a different category, but nobody knows who's got which one. You start drawing that, but while you're drawing it, you have to sort look at what other people are drawing, and then guess what they're drawing. Um, so you're using these chits to make guesses while you're doodling. So it doesn't reward having these beautiful pieces of art stick figures things that you can do really quickly if you can draw the difference between a car and a goat you're going to be okay because that's about the amount of detail that you're going to need as long as you can be quick and make quick guesses about everybody else's games so this is a gamers party game a gamers drawing game that's exactly how i would define it um if you're interested in that at all if you're interested in vladish Fadel's designs at all you've got about a week and a half i'm going to be ending the pre-orders for this on or about uh, valentine's day on like the 14th or 15th of february you can get 30 percent off of msrp as i mentioned and get it shipped to you before anybody else that is pictomania go to strongholdgames.com and check that out Perfect. Buy it for the one you love for Valentine's Day. I think that's a great idea. You, you know, your wife texted you. I think she might have also said, get me Pictomania. Yeah, so, you know. well, she, <laughs> she, you talked about not be, being able to draw fast and not having to really be able to draw too well. I can do that. I can that's do that right. very well, actually. <laughs> Just ask my son. He's like, I could probably draw better than you. Yep. <laughs> Another game I'd like to talk about, too, that you have coming out in the future that uh, a lot of people are pretty um, stoked to see is uh, Dark Moon. Dark Moon, that's a really, really interesting one. So yeah, another big year for us uh, with, with great game pickups. But uh, Dark Moon is a re-theming and re-implementation slash streamlining of the most downloaded print-and-play game on BoardGameGeek. was the most downloaded. We've, if the files aren't there any longer, it was called BSG Express. Obviously, the BSG stood for Battlestar Galactica. Well, Evan and Derek... You know, had created that game, and he was looking, he was looking for a publisher to actually bring it out in a real edition. Now, obviously, he didn't own the rights to Battlestar Galactica, neither do I. That's that Fantasy Flight owns the rights again. We'll mention them. I love those guys. <laughs> they own the rights. They have their own. They have Battlestar Galactica out. But he had this game that played in 60 minutes that had all of that intense, you know, Who's on my side? You know, who's the Cylon? In his game, it was. Who's the Cylon? Who, you know, who, you know, who's, who's a good guy? Who's a bad guy? I don't know. And, you know, you have all that intensity in 60 minutes, and there's, there's dice-based mechanics instead of the card-based mechanics in this game. Well, he, was, he pitched it, and he said he can, you know, he can redo this with, um, you know, with uh, a different theme on it. I, and, I, and I had known about BSG Express, and I loved it. I said, let's, let's play it again and tell me what, how you're going to make the changes. He showed it to me and said, yeah, this fits absolutely perfectly into a non- 
BSG universe. So we're bringing it out as Dark Moon, and if you take a look at the artwork, it's just eerie and scary. You know, the, now the theme is that you're on this, you're on Titan, you know, the moon of Saturn, and you're a miner. So it takes place a little bit in the future, but not too far in the future, because um, everything, all the like the technology looks kind of like current or almost like a little bit like 60s, 70s kind of like, you know, um, technology, even though, you know, it has to be a little bit in the future. Mm-hmm. But the, like in that in that kind of like style with like CRTs and stuff, not too high tech, you know, you're in like, you know, you're in big bulky spacesuits and you're doing in your mining work on, on Titan. And someone is going to be the infected person and their job is to destroy and ruin everybody else's uh, game <laughs> ruin everybody else's mission on the planet and the uh, secret portion you know in Battlestar Galactica you have kind of cards you put onto like these you know, onto like the tasks you have to do here you're going to be rolling some dice and you can and you're going to be putting these dice into the center and they're going to have pluses or minus on it and sometimes you're just going to be rolling negative dice and you're going to look like you're the bad guy but you're not. No. So there's a lot nice. of suspicion, a lot of finger pointing, a lot of cursing if you're into that. And <laughs> we like that. Trying to, yeah, with people trying to figure out who it is. So, you know, you condense that that really cool Battlestar Galactica experience into like a one-hour, you know, mind screw. And uh, it, it really, really plays well. And he's also, we've upped it to seven players now. So instead of three to six, you have three to seven players. A really nice spot, you know, in gaming because you always have that one extra person. Up, oh, you got two tables. Now you <laughs> play one big game of uh of dark moon together so really excited about that uh we just kind of announced that that's a june release now for us perfect perfect origins release if you're going to be there at origins it'll be premiered there oh perfect so you're set you're setting everything up perfectly for the convention centers yeah yeah yes (laughs) you really have to do that everything's got to be you know (laughs) scheduled into convention season timing and uh you learn that quickly as a publisher that uh, you get so much extra buzz around games around doing that and it just seems like you know when you're finally finishing the year out well you can concentrate on the other ones anyway so and then you can gear them up for the new season perfect perfect um, that's all I had for myself. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about that's coming up? No, well, really what I'd like to just mention is that, you know, for people who are interested in Stronghold Games, I highly recommend you go over to StrongholdGames.com and sign up for our newsletter. Don't worry, we don't spam you. You get like one a month, maybe a little bit more during the convention season when lots of stuff's going on. Right on the right-hand side there, StrongholdGames.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Follow us on, on Twitter at, at StrongholdGames. And on Facebook slash Stronghold Games, um, we'd like to announce things first to the people that are following us and liking us on Facebook and stuff like that. So, if you want to hear what's going on, that's the place to to do that. And I'll mention it one more time: Space Gets Away missions uh, will be ending on Kickstarter in two weeks or so. I believe the last day is the twentieth of February. So, if you're hearing this before that date. You know, please go check it out. You're going to love what you see. The miniatures are gorgeous. And by then, I think you're going to see some big numbers on the Kickstarter, giving us more and more of those stretch goals. Yeah, perfect. And I'll, right. I'll reiterate the whole pre-order system, too. You know, check out uh, uh, StrongholdGames.com yep, for Pictomania. And also, when your other releases come out, you, you always seem to have uh, the pre-order system. It's great. It's nice to have it before anybody else, so you can just say, hey, look what I got, you know? So. That's right. That's right. Hey, Kurt, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, no great. problem. It's always, it's easy. I just let you talk for 30 minutes, so <laughs> makes my job that much easier. There you go. All man. right. Well, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Stephen, and uh, good luck with this year because last year was such a, such a phenomenal year, a lot of buzz with uh, Kanban and Medina and some, and some of your other games, so... 
Panamax and all the expansion yeah. and the oh my diamonds goodness. and oh it was a huge year thank you very much for, yeah. <laughs> for noticing and I'm, I was so tired when it was over like oh gotta start it again here hey. we go <laughs> yep that's the price the price of uh, fame huh the price of success yeah exactly <laughs> it's my free time but, <laughs> but we're doing well so you know thank you and, and, and the guys like you and uh, for helping out by promoting us and and thank you everybody who's uh, you know listener out there because you know really i always say you know without without those people without people who who are out there you know finding looking for great games and listening to you guys and listening to me talk about games, you know, I wouldn't be able to uh, make those sales. So thanks, thanks to everybody out there. Yeah, you bet. I second that. All right. Again, thank you, Stephen. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thanks, Kurt. All right. It's just me, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mike. It's a little too early for Mike because he's got to wait. He's got to wait for his wife to get home. She lives or she works like an hour out from where we live. So, all right. Yeah. I'll I'll make fun of him. He's here in spirit.